and welcome to today's version of the More Money for Teachers podcast. This is where professional educators who are serious about their money can spend a few moments and make those moments profitable. So how do teachers create the lifestyle that they want to live today? And how do they create the pool of resources for the lifestyle they want to live in the future? And how do they do all of this on a teacher's salary? Those are the questions, and this is where you will begin to find the answers. My name is David Solis, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to share this information with you today. So, lean in, listen close, and learn today's lesson so that you can live well today and live well tomorrow. Our money is our money, and your money is our money. That's the title of today's episode, and what I'm talking about is qualified plans. By qualified plans, I mean traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks, traditional 403bs, and 457s. These types of plans are where they become kind of the darlings of the average American who is saving money for retirement. These Americans think nothing of enrolling in their employer, employer plans, sometimes getting a match out in the public sector, and just dumping wheelbarrows of money into these, into this. Uh, IRS qualification called 401k, or in the public sector for nonprofits, 403b. But they never really give a lot of thought to some of the nuances and some of the important things you might want to take a look at to see if this tax qualification, these qualified products, are really serving you well. What I mean is, you need to look at taxation. Over the entire career span, understanding that early in your career versus mid-career, and again versus late career, you're most likely going to be at different income levels, which means you're going to be at different tax rates. Not to mention if the tax rates change along the way, that has a tremendous effect on what the money is actually doing to you. Or for you, with returns to with with respect to the distribution side, because in addition to the taxation rates when you put the money in, you have to then examine what is going to be the tax rate when I take the money out, and the variances between the tax rate when it goes in, when it comes out, not to mention all the time in between with respect to the fees, has a lot to do with what the Actual return is going to be for you. Most people do not take the time to examine all that. Most advisors don't take the time to show that to every client. And if you look at it from that perspective, you might realize that these plans might not be serving you as well as you think they are. And in some cases, they might. The only way you can know that, though. Is to get a true picture and then compare it to other places where you may want your money to reside. So,、um, another thing to consider is that most people assume that if the tax rates go down in the future, you'll definitely do well in qualified plans, and if tax rates stay the same, you'll do okay in qualified plans. It's only if the tax rates go up in the future that it might not be a good choice. 
So some people say, well, I'll take my chances. Chances, 66% chance I'll do well, and only 33% I won't. But actually, that's not true. You only are assured a complete win if tax rates go down when you take that money out. Like today, today we're at the lowest tax rates for a, that a lot of people ever have been in in their working career or retired career. And the people that deferred money 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago and are taking it out now are doing very well. The reality, though, is that if taxes go up or if they stay the same. You won't do well in these pre-tax plans that are tax deferred and then taxed when they come out. Because if you examine the math closely, you'll see that with respect to the money you actually get to your hands in the distribution phase, the IRS does better on the tax deferred portion that grows for them, and then they get. In other words, the IRS does better, gets a better rate of return than the person who owns the account, and that's just if you look at the raw numbers. Once you examine the fees, it probably gets worse. Now, consider that, and then also consider who actually funded the account. Did the person do it or the IRS? The person did. Who paid all the fees in that account? The person or the IRS? The person did. Who took all the risk? The person or the IRS? Of course, the person did. So it's just interesting that the person funded it, the person paid paid all the fees, and the person took all the risk. Yet the IRS does better. So consider these things. Now, this is not to say that qualified plans cannot actually serve some people well, but the only way to know that is to really examine these things closely. To see if they will serve me. If you'd like to have that individual one-on-one conversation, please contact me at wealthandincomeforteachers at gmail.com.